Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Game four, Timberwolves and Nuggets tomorrow night. Another late night at Target Center as they try and stave off elimination and force a game five in Denver on Tuesday night. Chris Hine covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. And uh, Chris, uh, tough series so far for the Timberwolves to say the least. Yeah, you know, it's it's really a, a series of contrasts. You you have a, a team in Denver who has an established core that's been together for a while, been in playoff series before, and then you have the Timberwolves who have been a roster that's in flux all season, has never developed a consistent identity, and I think you're seeing that play out late in some of these games here. Denver just looks like the the more well-willed machine than, than the Timberwolves do uh, right now. Yeah, and in, in reality, you take a step back and you just look at the pairings, and Denver is the number one seed. The Timberwolves are an eight seed that let one get away against the L.A. Lakers in the first play-in game and then uh, blew out Oklahoma City. But, you know, in this series, there there has just been a stark contrast that, you know, they they definitely – ton of balance in this lineup in game three in particular even when the Timberwolves cut it to three early in the fourth I always felt like Denver was in control of the game in spite of the fact that they were playing on the road at Target Center and it was sold out it was a great atmosphere the fans did their part but Denver always felt in control of that game yeah they never got flustered they never got out of what they do. They just came down. They knew what they were going to be running offensively each time. You know, it seemed like they got a, a good look. You know, they came out of timeouts. Uh, and, you know, I remember I think it was in the fourth quarter, they called a timeout when they were down three. And they scored the next five points. And it was an eight-point game coming right out of the timeout. And that kind of set the tone for the rest of the quarter. Uh, you know, Mike Conley kind of said it last night. You could just kind of see it with, with Denver. That's where that, that sort of stuff shows up late in games, late game execution. It's something the Wolves haven't really figured out all season. Anthony Edwards is still, is still 21 years old, trying to figure out his, you know, how these moments will go for him in the NBA. Um, you know, it, it just kind of is a, a, a Real a reality where Denver is just kind of on another plane right now than the Timberwolves, and you know that's just kind of where they're at in the Western Conference. And for the Timberwolves, the window to compete with Rudy with the Rudy Gobert trade got significantly smaller. Uh, that that window 
yeah, it opened up a little bit, but the the window overall is a smaller window to compete than what they had before they made that trade. So it, it, there's a little bit of urgency now, assuming that they lose this series going in the next year to try to make this thing work um, because you don't really have a long term to make this combination work. Yeah, and you know you've got Mike Conley. We know Mike Conley's uh, near the end. Uh, I, I know he's in great shape, continues to play very well. But you know how much tread is on the tire. And then ultimately, I think one thing that's been exposed is overall guard play and guard depth. You, you, you've got Conley, D'Angelo Russell was traded away, but that's that's something the Timberwolves need to think about going forward is you know who ultimately is going to run the show behind Conley I think that's you know we thought Jordan McLaughlin was going to be yep. uh, a really solid backup here but Chris Finch hasn't trusted McLaughlin down the stretch here um so you know not only do you have an aging starter in Mike Conley but now there's a question of you know what do you have next year when it comes to depth at the point guard position. McLaughlin's still under team control for one more year here. But, you know, they're going to have some decisions to make with the future of, of that position, you know, two, three years down the road here. What, is that, what does that look like for them? I'm not, I'm not sure what it's going to look like. Um, so they're going to have some decisions to make there. They're going to have some decisions to make with Nas Reed in the offseason. You know, what are they going to do with him? Um there's, there's a lot of questions, uh, kind of not not necessarily in the starting lineup for next season, but you know the, the immediate guys who will be coming off the bench to support this this starting lineup. Uh, there's going to be some significant questions next season and going forward as to what this roster kind of looks like. You know, six through ten, for instance. It's been a tough year for Carl Anthony Towns. The the illness leading up to camp. Uh, the team really not able to get on the same page, and then ultimately the injury and all the games lost to injury before coming back. Timberwolves eventually get into the play-in, and then ultimately uh, lose one, win one, get into the playoffs, and take on the number one seed Denver Nuggets. But uh, in a lot of ways, it's been a tough year for Cat, and now fans are wondering, you know, Cat and his future. I, I know he signed a big contract and all of that, but. Uh, it, it, it's certainly been a lightning rod for for commentary from fans as of late. Yeah, it's 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 getting to a point I feel like where there's a lot of fatigue there on the on the, on the fan base side with Carl. You know, this is his third playoff series uh, as a member of the organization. He's been inconsistent in these playoffs last season and and this season. Um, he's got the Supermax contract kicking in, in in two years where he's going to be making close to and then above $50 million a year. Um, so he's going to be making big, big bucks. And, you know, as of right now, it's not looking like he's going to have a, a playoff series win on his resume to show for it. So there's going to be a lot of impatience there. There already is a lot of impatience there. Uh, at least on the part of the fans, and you know, we'll we'll see next off season what this front office and ownership decides to do, because you're going to have Towns with his big contract kicking in. You're going to have Rudy Gobert, who's already on his supermax contract, and then 
presuming that they will sign Anthony Edwards to a max extension this this offseason, and also Jaden McDaniels to a lucrative extension this offseason. They're going to have four players making a lot of money, uh, not next season, but the season after that. So they're going to have some decisions to make when it comes to who they want to keep, how they're going to want to pay these guys, and for how long. And so what sort of moves do you make in and around that um, to try and balance the books. And we'll, that's, that's a question for next season. Um, but it is something that is lurking in the background of whatever happens this off season. Yeah. Because right, right now, based on fan reaction, um, I, I think they should trade Gobert and they should trade towns and, and, and build around Anthony Edwards and, you know, okay. Uh, how do, how does that work? I mean, it's one thing to say it, but to actually, you know, make gigantic changes. They gave up a ton for for Gobert. I mean, it, there's no question about it. And in this year has been a year in turmoil. Is it one of those where, okay, um, it, it didn't go the way we had hoped. Uh, we do some tweaks. We do some things here and there. You know, th- this thing can still work. I mean, that that's a that's a huge thing to go into in the off season. A great deal of uncertainty. You know, I I I, I hear you, and I I think you're I think you're right, and I think the fan base feels that. I think everybody feels that. I still hearken back to the fact that at the end of the season here, Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert will have played about thirty games together, yeah. give or take. Right. Um, that's not a huge amount of games to really say definitively for sure 100 percent that this two big lineup can work together the effects that it has on anthony edwards you know what does that look like over the course of a, a, a bigger body of work how does mike conley fit in with an off season and and a training camp and early part of a regular season to really get integrated into playing with everybody so I think there is a case for them to, to make uh, as regarding this, just kind of staying pat with the starting lineup. But it was not a fun season, or it has not been a fun season to watch for, for anybody that's, that's tuned in for all 82 games. There is a lot of angst in the fan base because the trade is supposed to bring you instant results. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, we don't really have, we can't really give you instant results because it's going to take time for these guys to, to play together. I, I get the, I hear the frustration. Um, and that's why I think next year is really the make or break year because you're not going to have much. The fan base doesn't want to give you any more time after next season. A, B, you do have all these contract situations coming up next off season. So I do think that they can make the case this off season to, to run it back as best they can and then next next summer when we're sitting here next april or next may that's when decisions some hard decisions really have to be made as to who's staying and who's going chris hein joining us on the john schuster coldwell banker hotline chris always good to visit with you have a good saturday night thank you steve appreciate it and you can find his work online startribune.com and much more in the sunday papers We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.